We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Julia decided to stick around. We Oh, she took the denim jacket off. Where was I going to go? Well, I thought maybe after all those insults about I your, can, do you parted, know? your center part and your chuggy jacket. Yeah, she took the jacket off. I parted my hair on the side oh, now. Oh, you did, yeah. She's already feeling better I'm, I'm already everything. feeling better about my nose mm-hmm. from this angle. Mm-hmm. I've, I've done a lot of things. I would like to say, though... Um, yes. Rocco... <laughs> <laughs> If anyone has watched our YouTube videos and you watch today's, Rocco, you look like you're sitting on the floor. I know. I, and Lori's on Lori the ceiling. Lori is sitting on the ceiling, <laughs> and I'm in the middle, and I'm in a warm light situation, and you guys are in bright blue lights. Mm-hmm. We need some lighting experts here. I know. it. I like my lighting. When I had to sit at your chair the other day, you know, when you were gone, I insist I really, on the purest, the worst YouTube lighting possible. You have it. Yeah, I know. You I have it because this, where I sit, I have the warm, mm-hmm. the warm glow. So I could really. You're right, though. If you look at us from left to right, Lori's like on the ceiling. Lori's on the, the ceiling. And I'm on the floor. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. We look like uh, on that slope on the Price is Right where the guy, that, like, the mountain <laughs> climber goes on. <laughs> we really do. Oh, my gosh. Oh, that's so funny. <sighs> All right, what do we know? Oh, something just just disastrous happened. So Lori sends me a text last night, um, and this is what it says, Rocco, because you'll appreciate Lori. It's at 9.32 p.m. Sharon, Sharon Stone on Corden. And I'm like, I tape it every day. I tape all of it to try to keep up with you, but I taped it. So I watched it. Yeah, me too. And I watched it, I think, this morning when I got up at, like, 6. Mm-hmm. Um, and she comes out. And she's wearing this um, butterfly yellow, pretty dress, you know, kind of thing. Weird fit. Weird. And her hair is parted in the middle, trying to be non-chuggy. And it's kind of of crimpy, short. And then she has around her neck, Rocco, you got to look up the photo. She has on a choker that literally has a paper mache flower my kids made for me in second grade for Mother's Day. SJP Carrie Bradshaw. Yeah, but it's bigger. It's like bigger than Carrie Bradshaw's. And oh. I understand what she's doing. Yeah. You know, at a certain age, your neck kind of wants you to put a zipper in the back. And sometimes you can't yeah, put one in. We know what the neck, what happens to the neck. It just happens. So anyway, she just, and then her teeth, for some reason, the lipstick color she was wearing. She's one of the few that hasn't done veneers like us. Mm-hmm. And our teeth are only white I if we're on veneers. a billboard. No, I said hmm. hasn't done veneers like okay. us. So on a billboard, we look like we have white teeth because they can paint it on. But in real life, we don't. Um, she just, 
Julia. <laughs> I knew you would be distraught. Okay. Because this is your girl. This is my girl. And Next to Cher. And I loved her shoes. Her shoes were fantastic. Her shoes were fantastic. I didn't even listen to any of James Corden's monologue. Either did I. I was really hoping that he was going to play a game with her like he did with Cher about the eat this or tell yep, that yep. or whatever that nope. is. Like he was going to do something fun with her. But she came and I thought, oh, she's kind of got a great Gatsby look going on. <laughs> Maybe she has a new role. You know, it was kind of a flapperish because right. it was a narrow fit. Yeah. And I was trying to find the positives and I was yeah. like, woo, that's yellow. And yeah. and then, wow, that's a big flower. And holy hell, what did she do to her hair? Her hair. And then I thought, oh, the shoes are perfect. The shoes are perfect. But we did not see enough of them. Okay, yeah, I can't see the shoes in the pictures I'm looking at. No, yeah. there was not enough shoe. Yeah. Okay, so then she sits down and I thought, well, I don't have to worry because Sharon has written an amazing book, even though I read it, but she's got all these stories in it. And James, they're, I don't know why, I just assumed they would have great chemistry. Mm-hmm. Here's what I think is happening. People are having shock going back out into the real world. This was the first time she Sharon had- has been on something. She's Zoomed everything and she's right. got the Zoom down pat her lighting is beautiful. Sure. Her hair and makeup. Yep. Uh, she was on The View last week in a rose pewter suit that I was dying for. And her hair was perfection. Yep. And I loved her mauve almost, dare I say it, frosty eyeshadow that was working. And Right. Anyway, so I just, I mean, I clutched the non-existent <laughs> pearls around my robe this morning as I'm watching my... Lady, my girl, <laughs> wait to talk to you about and, it because I knew you were going to go crazy. And and then she was like, "We're talking about Sharon Stone." She's like, "Hi, it's so good to see you." Oh. And he's like, "Hi, it's." So, they said that like four times. Yeah. I'm like, "I'm sick of him." Get is what happened the to me. Thing. And yep. Do so, you want to know what all they did? Let's talk was about, talk about the brain bleed, her near death experience, and she almost died. And her blame was breeding for three he days. Didn't let her just have like uh, one minute. Okay, that's the most that I would have allowed her to have stayed <laughs> on that subject um, <laughs> at all. He didn't get he. He, he was so bad. No, I blame. It went on forever. Uh, and I blame, it was five minutes, and I blame him. Because he's the host, he's setting the table. Yep. She didn't know. She she's used to it because she's got very good. Uh, she knows how to give couch. Yeah. But you need some guidance there, and he didn't get to the good. One good question was, you know, which uh, one was good? Well, the one good question at the very end was, how do you get into character? I mean, if you're nervous of public speaking, I've seen you be the auctioneer for oh, Amphar. Exactly. How do you do it? And she said about how she came up with a character because of an auctioneer she, woman so she could get out of herself right. to just be outrageous because right. she raised so much money. So I. And blaming James Corden for making her do that long, drawn out, that he, terrible no, that story. he didn't like figure out a way to cut her off, change the this conversation. Sharon, Sharon, this Sharon, is such a good Sharon. story, but we really don't care. Yes, <laughs> really. Sharon, can you quit? We don't want to hear about your new death experience. She's such a good storyteller, and she was really earnest, but she was giving us detail that should be saved for. Listening to the book, and now if I if I listen to that book, I'm not going to do it. Or I read that book, I'm skipping 
All the brain, brain <laughs> chapters. <laughs> Brock, okay. it went on forever, but here's something. Seven minutes. Here's, it was so long. Here's something we did learn, though. Sharon Stone is a music writer. She writes songs. Oh, I, yes. We never knew this. That was one good thing. And yes. I don't know if you can find this, but hmm. she has a song out by this artist called Blossom okay. or, or Paper Mache. Or maybe that was just her necklace. <laughs> yeah, Actually, like, isn't that the words you use to describe I'm her? looking at my notes. I have blossom and paper mache. So that was the necklace. Right. Okay. Um, memory. So she has a song out? Okay, memory. All right. Memory of the beauty of living. Okay. Yeah, she did Two mention XX. the name of She it. has just see because she's in Europe. She's kind of it's becoming a hit, and for years she's written songs for European artists and never for U.S. artists because she was too embarrassed, and no one would. Say, Sharon Stone, what are you doing this? But, but so you know she's name dropped in that one she is. rap song. Okay, or whatever. I think you're looking at your notes weird again because her memoir is called The Beauty of Living. Okay, well again I didn't write. I took yeah. some notes. Okay, just did you write I, down Sharon? I was Sharon's- googling. Sharon Stone's songwriter. Song. Okay. Anyway, but it was Lori. I just I blame was... James Corden. <laughs> okay. Uh, you can't blame him for okay. her outfit. No, I no no I don't. I mean that is just listen. People are just we're like little ducklings going back out there, <laughs> and <laughs> you know maybe she didn't. Maybe this you know she she put this together herself, yeah. or maybe uh, somebody did this. Uh, you know maybe her. Sister was no. Her sister died. Her, did her did she sister said, did die? Her sister was very sick with COVID. Anyway, I I, just, her sister didn't die. I she made remember, it through. Whoever was with her in her closet <laughs> that day and at the hair salon, or if they came there, they lied to her. When this, they said like, you can pull off this can, crimped hair. This is what my hair used to look like before I got blowouts. <laughs> we okay. have those. That was the first three years of the year. Yeah. Hair. No, this is what naturally <laughs> curly. I just didn't like anything about it. I don't like an asymmetrical boob. Not for me. Not for Sharon. Wow. Yeah. It was, okay. Does so, any? Do you have anything in your notes that say Haley Sales? Yeah. Yes. Or the song Never Before. Yes. Because that's the song. Yeah. Let's let's listen. Okay, here we go. Since we met. Under neck. No, it just sounds soundtracky. It's so chuggy. Lori. I don't because Larry. she's been so good. She, when she was on Stephen Colbert, they were delightful. <laughs> the you. She's been on so many things. And then James Corden let her drone on and on about an aneurysm and a brain bleed and being this close to that for seven minutes when she's sharing stone. It was double outrage for me yesterday with you guys rock locking my vintage scandal by bringing up Barbara Streisand yeah. for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, which nobody has ever declared that that is a terrible I'm thing. I'm taking it on. Oh, I, I couldn't even defend my chair. And then I see this and I'm, I'm like, oh, geez. I was... I totally was dying because I knew, and I'm like, I didn't even want to tell you I watched it until we were on the air. I was so excited because I knew that they would be in person. I'm going to tell you something about James Corden. The way he talks, he gets so excited. I'd like to ask you about this. Yeah. Was it really that? 
fabulous to have a brain aneurysm. How does it happen? He, he I wish she would have interrupted her. Okay, <laughs> with one of those enunciations. I mean, of de- seriously, yeah. it was just too much, Rocco. And I just love the pain you were in for your girl. <laughs> you will live and die by the sword of Sharon Stone, Cher, Prince. Oh. Who's another one? Justin Timberlake. Justin Timberlake. The hatred. Yeah, the hatred, not the love. But here, let me tell you one juicy bit of Hollywood gossip before okay. we get to the dirt Okay. Alert. So the gold, now that the Golden Globes are off the schedule, uh, the Critics' Choice Awards has swooped in and taken Sunday, January 9th, and that show has always been on the CW. That's a good one. From the Santa Monica right? hangar. I mean, they have swooped in and taken... This thing, Prime date. I'm just thinking, Julia, with my devotion to the CW. Oh, we're going to get invited. How can we get to the red carpet of the Critics' Choice? Because it's TVs and movies. Oh, no. Our allegiance. We've always watched this show. We've talked about it. But the Golden Globes have made it impossible for new people. Well, CW here locally loves us. I'm just saying. Okay, so that's going to be... We're going. All right, January 8th. Where are we? Oh, I know. We're at a hangar in Orange County. (laughs) John Wayne Airport. Here we come. I've peed in the parking lot there. Santa Monica Airport. Oh, it's a different Even one. better. Just down the road <laughs> from where we stay. <laughs> All right, listen, we got to go and sign for the Dirt Alert. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Hello, Holly. Good Friday afternoon. Eve. Yes, happy Friday Eve, Lori and Julia. Let's talk about this Chrissy Teigen, Twitter, Courtney Stodden story. The drama continues. Oh, okay. What Yes. Now? Well, TMZ is reporting, according to their exclusive sources, that Target is no longer carrying Chrissy Teigen's Cravings by Chrissy Teigen line of cookware. It has been completely removed from Target. Now, sources tell TMZ, they've got target sources, that the line wasn't just removed this week. They're telling TMZ that Cravings by Chrissy Teigen was pulled from shelves last month. Now, TMZ is noting that Chrissy's three cookbooks are still available on the Target website as of the publication of this article. Now, TMZ asked a Target rep for an explanation of why they pulled Chrissy's line cravings last month. You know, could it have just been the contract expired? Could it be that they're moving into different stuff? They don't know. Target's not responding to TMZ's request for comment. You know, here's the unfortunate thing for Chrissy is Courtney Stodden called her out on this yesterday. I accept your apology, but I know you're just doing this to save like your brands and stuff. Yep. Um, you still have me blocked on Twitter and you haven't reached out to right. me. And Chrissy, in her apology, said she has tried to reach out to Courtney Stodden. That, that was a problem, the little lie in there. Yeah, and then also I believe that, you know, Chrissy Teigen was mean to other people. This is why she was the queen of Twitter. She was mean to Quazazane. Qu- 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 Wallace, the girl yeah. from Beasts of the oh, Southern you're saying it wrong. Wild. I'm no, saying her name wrong. No, yeah, I'm saying her name you're wrong, but she wrong. was... We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see... We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Dua, she was mean. She said she just had a lot of, you know, 26, 25-year-old, however, 27. She was like kind of a, she was a mean girl on Twitter. And now people are busting her. And she gave a good apology yesterday, and then it quickly went into a me, me, me. Almost like Ellen's apology and her explanations. Oh, sure. Ellen DeGeneres sitting with Savannah Guthrie today. That was, she she did a 360 from her Hollywood Reporter story where she just said it wasn't challenging anymore. And then, too, it was orchestrated and misogynistic. Damn. Yeah, it was really interesting, Ellen, talking to Savannah Guthrie about why the Ellen DeGeneres show is ending after 19 seasons, where she wasn't really addressing the issues that people were taking with the program. and all By of their it. own internal right. investigation. Yes, and that, you know, it was the workers who were on the set of Ellen and the long history of workers who were talking about the toxic working environment that was happening at the Ellen show. Ellen was just, it was almost like, oh, well, it was, they were attacking me, the press. Yeah, they were attacking her. She found out about it. And I mean, it was so, I thought you should have stuck with it's the chat. It wasn't challenging anymore, even though right. people didn't really believe it. And we knew it was ratings and otherwise. But to s- continue to act surprised when they did an internal investigation, three longtime producers were fired. And she has a reputation of being mean as hell. And yes, people she does. have known it for it was an open secret in Hollywood. And for her, like she could at least just say, I had no idea I could come off. So, you know, she could have owned up to the fact that she yep. wasn't always the greatest boss yep. or leader or whatever. You can own up to this stuff, but to act like and then she when she's told savannah well every guest on our program always just said how wonderful it was to be on i'm like well these are your hollywood friends kissing your ass yeah well that was a particularly irksome comment from it ellen was. degeneres where <laughs> you know it was it like was. yeah your hollywood a-list superstar is not going to be speaking up on the behalf of a production assistant who was being yelled at in the hall by an executive producer right right so Mm. All well, right. I, I mean, <laughs> I just, if I were Ellen's PR person, mm-hmm. I would be going crazy over the Savannah interview because she comes off so, so bad, tone deaf. Yep. Just like she did. I mean, it like, oh, just own it, Ellen. Stop trying to, you know. Blame it on everyone else. Yeah, blame it on everybody else. Mm -hmm. Well, let's celebrate somebody, shall we? Let's celebrate Channing Tatum and his new status as a New York Times bestselling author. Did that book, his Cinderella book, sell that many? 
Well, it sold enough. Good <laughs> so, for him. Yeah, so this is the one and only Sparkella. This is Channing Tatum's new children's book. He said he was literally speechless upon seeing his work on the New York Times bestselling list at the top of the list. He That's said, fun. Yeah, 10-year-old me would not believe this. A uh, little TV news for you guys. Uh, this one, it, it's special dedication to Lori. The CW is expanding their primetime schedule to Saturdays. Oh. Well, you know, Dynasty came back last I, week. Oh, gosh. Oh, my gosh. That show is so good. Did the you guys watch it? I have it on the DVR. Right? I mean, it. I love the CW. I, I, I just love that network. Well, now it's a now finally after 27 years the CW is becoming a full 7-day-a-week broadcast Very network. Very exciting. Yes. We're um, going to their show next fall. You know, or the Critics' Choice has always been broadcast on the CW. Oh, so okay. they want us to go. Uh, yeah, we They've figured they need us, us on that red carpet, which they I yeah. love that we've already been invited. How do you feel that they took the Golden Globes date? They just swooped right in there. Well, why wouldn't you? Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> do you think they a Academy Awards will go back to the end of February kind of a thing? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, it, it was awkward. It's an awkward year to try. You know, we're right. doing the best that we can, but the Oscars being in April, it's kind of an afterthought. You know, yeah. you have your award season schedule, and it's nice to have something to watch in February yeah. when it's cold and it's dark and right. you need some glamour in your life. By the way, speaking of glamour, thank you so much for posting that great uh Story and kind of about Halston because the Netflix uh, Halston drops tomorrow. Yes. Oh, it's tomorrow already. It's tomorrow on Netflix. Thank you. Because, oh, he's got this is going to be an amazing miniseries, I think. Oh, I'm so excited about it. And uh, there's a lot of history there. So read up on Halston. I know you guys were talking about that Battle of Versailles the other day. Did I get any of those? Story right about the battle of the was it ten designers five American five French yeah if Halston doesn't dedicate at least an episode to this this is where it was a fundraiser for the Palace of Versailles uh, in need of repair in the 1970s so they had French versus American apparently Halston and Liza Minnelli got into this super fight with each other Ooh. and were like yelling and there was like a lot of drama right before they were going on the stage and you know people were just like oh. Well, well, that's Halston and Liza for you. So, and, and did were the American designers like rocking it out and not being like how the French, you know, how runway shows had always been? Yeah, you know, it was a big thrust into modern fashion where the Americans were putting on Liza Minnelli concerts. They were doing uh, just fashion models, uh, very diverse and, and very colorful, exciting fashions. I don't know. It's I, Halston. I'm gonna. I want to watch that. Yeah, so do I. It's gonna be good. Yeah. Yes. Thank. Thanks, Thanks Holly. For us. You're we'll welcome. See you tomorrow. Yes, we'll see you tomorrow. All right. My talk traffic. And your theory is. All right. My the- I love it when I have a theory that comes true. Okay. So <laughs> this is we do too because the other made up ones are sometimes <laughs> a lot of far struck. Right. So I'm I'm interested in this too. Okay. So I have had this conversation. I'm sure other people have had this conversation with people, but Casey and I were talking and I said to him, I said, you know, when we're fully vaxxed and we you know, it seems like most of our friends and family Right, 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 right. I said the television watching is going to come to a crashing Oh halt and people are going to be able to get rid of some of the streaming things right he's like do you think so and i said 
I do think who's so. going to have that much time to sit around anymore? Who's going to want to? Right. I mean, you know, unless this is like you're an introvert and this kind right, of what right, you've always right. done. Um, and uh, so anyway, the, I get this thing today and it's a survey. Um, it, it's a no, excuse me, a study. Seventy percent of Americans, of course, said, yep, they watched and streamed more in the 14 yep. months of COVID than they've ever watched in their life. But um, they also said that a lot of the stuff they watched, they felt they had to keep up with the cultural zeitgeist that everybody was talking. Example number one, Tiger, the Tiger King. King. And mm-hmm. I and never did it. I, mean, I did. I, I did. I did, Lori too. did it. I didn't do it. I just thought that's but, And I mean, dumb. I was like, oh, we got to talk about it. Everybody's yep. watching. Yep. And I felt an anxiousness about it because I was so anxious about what and the hell is going on. I thought, well... At least that's not going on. I also devoured zombie shows like crazy yes. in the beginning of the you did. pandemic because that made me feel better. At least zombies weren't outside, even though it felt like zombies were invisible. Right. You know, so anyway, so they... What were the other ones? Did well, they people d- said, uh, I care a lot was another show that they wish they hadn't watched. <laughs> um, S. Creek. Oh, yeah. People wish they wouldn't have watched that. There are people that didn't oh. like that humor. And then Bridgerton. Oh, come on. Is on that the was list. so great. And The Crown was on the list. Oh, come on. Um, and also The Mandalorian, WandaVision, and The Last Dance. But. Yeah, WandaVision was kind of my disappointment. Was that your disappointment? Yeah. You really they, did say that. Yeah. People I liked it did at first. admit that. Yes, Tiger King, definitely that one, hands down, is the most overhyped show. But also the fact that um, socially distant peer pressure was a thing yes. for watching some of this stuff. Yes. And they people also said their friends made them feel they had to keep up with it. And um, anyway, uh, 40, 49% of people, though, uh, are going to... Uh, Cut out Netflix and or Hulu. Something, right. Something's going to give. Something's going to give, especially over the summer. A third of people are planning on canceling the streaming services once the country fully uh, reopens. And people are citing the cost of having maybe one, two, three. They let it get away from them. Because you cause And then you, they're kind of say- looking and going, okay... I watch two shows on this streaming service. Yeah. Why do I really, you know, exactly? Blah, blah, blah. So this, and they're easy to cancel. Yeah, I'm going to say that because yeah, so if you remember your lot. passwords, that's yeah, a that lot. is. If you're buying stock, yeah. Lori and I also read something today for random that people are going to do twice as many things this summer as they did last summer. Well, the summer is starting right now mm-hmm. to make up for 2020. Yep. People, uh, this is a survey of people. Um, nobody is waiting for June 20th. We've never waited for June no. 20th, the official no. solstice. I don't know. I guess for me, I always think of uh, uh, summer is starting. As, when it's warm. Is the I usually think of Memorial Weekend because right. that's the first weekend I go to a cabin, oh. hopefully. Okay, yeah. Uh, to me, a cabin invitation or a boating invitation is the start of summer, and okay. that has been Memorial. Uh-huh. Sometimes I'm hoping to boat this weekend. Yeah, sometimes you'll Mm -hmm. get lucky and you know get a cabin invitation sometime in May. But fifty fifty on if it'll feel at all summery. I'm hoping because sometimes you got to bring your long johns. Well, I I, I completely (laughs) said to everybody, you got to bring rainwear too because we're going on the boat no matter what. So six out of ten Americans, they just we're going to kick it into high gear. Here's another 
uh, theory for you. Um, uh, if if just think about like we people didn't get to have their coworker lunch dates in this oh, time of COVID. Yeah. Like, you know, that was always like one of the fun things. To about, catch up with everybody and go gossip about work. Yes. Go talk about the boss. Yes. Here's the deal. In uh, many offices, friendly coworkers would often, you know, have their meal breaks. So they're talking together and eating together and research from Mass General Hospital. This was a study that was done um, in uh, 2019 and into 2020. But they found that people tend to mirror the food choices of the others in their social circles. Mm-hmm. You get a salad, I'll get, I'll a, get salad. a salad. You get a yummy get sandwich. Fish, maybe split right. it. Right. Um, and so anyway, that's what that's been a thing that people are also uh, looking to getting back together with uh, their fellow humans oh. and being able to eat together and maybe get back to eating some healthier choices too is that gonna come well i hope so you know it is one of the pleasures of going out to lunch is ordering a nice salad that somebody else has made that someone's cut and done all the work for you yeah i know it the only thing i think the thing that we're all going to realize is that there's going to be a little sticker shock because suddenly everything everywhere all walks of life is more expensive yeah that's for a month or two i feel like yeah i don't know it's going to be a little bit more expensive okay um, now, do you believe this? Uh, too much self-awareness, mindfulness can actually make people more selfish. 100%. You do. Oh, okay. 100%. That, that is, no, I believe it 100%. If you are so mindful about all walks of life and I'm fulfilled and I'm being this and this and this, you are spending so much time thinking about you. <laughs> you are. <laughs> of course. One hundred percent, I believe that. Uh huh. Because it's all about you, but it's more about you because you're so youing you. You're going to be so much better at you, but that takes energy, and so now you're thinking so much more about you. Did you did you write this? Study <laughs> no, or but something? I feel this like is... I know this. This I know. This is an innate thing that I know. It should be the study of duh. Yeah, it is. Well, anyone who spends that much time trying to eat right, doing colonics, doing intermittent fasting, only eating green, only talking in making vagina can. Right. right, only talking with words that sound positive, you know, only feeling thoughts that are energetic. I mean, that takes so much energy to be that great. Yeah. Yes, this is uh this was done. It was a psychology study. I'm going to be a psychologist. That was now. from the University of uh Buffalo and they said uh, it, even though it has good intention, oh. if companies do too much mindful this training to their workers, right. it will impact uh, a range of pro-social behaviors. But they, yeah, basically people always looking inward at Ugh. their own thoughts and feelings does not always produce the same results when those individuals look outwardly at others. Yeah. And it's the biggest difference between Western mindfulness and the Eastern philosophy of Got mindfulness, it. which is more focused on helping others. Right. And not turning. I feel like it would. Yes. Yeah. So this look does out, not people. surprise. No, you. it doesn't. And not even for half a second. Right. I could have wrote that story. Well, Julia <laughs> is a theory. I that- mean, I know people who spend so much time trying to make themselves better, but re- they really are doing is spending so much time on themselves and no one else. Right. And everything <laughs> is about themselves. Yes. Okay. Because they're being better, but all they do is talk about themselves. And you're just like, oh, please, mm-hmm. go volunteer. Now, do you think this theory 
that uh, two out of three people say the best partner they've ever had is themselves is a direct result of the COVID. And mindfulness. (laughs) (laughs) I I read that, Lori, and I Mm. thought, wow. Wow. Two in three Americans think they are mind-blowing in bed and say they've had their best orgasm solo meo. Hmm. And uh, I think people are trying to find a positive out of COVID. Like, is, like in their whole life, their best orgasm was a solo. That's too bad. Remember this: this was done during COVID in the time of our Lord yeah. COVID. <laughs> <laughs> okay. At the time of twenty twenty. Yeah. Oh, so I, I don't know. I really, I think that 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 played a more heightened awareness. Yes. Excuse the pun. And people will vote differently on the island next year. I think they will too. Yeah. Because, and, I, and again, inter, you're just all about you. you yeah, know, like what? I don't think I'll watch Temptation Island like I did every night in August Remember last you year. Did. It you saved did. my August. It saved Isn't me that funny? from I the felt, pain. I felt that way about Heart of Dixie. Yes. Seven um, years of it, I could oh, watch no. it. In, I could watch trash every, and it would be the same people, and I got it every night. You were. Every Remember night. you were. Oh, I'm I like, how it. do you do that? Do you? But was, there's nothing to do. I'm so grateful for tennis courts. Yes, there you go. So anyway, I think they're going to get, my theory is they're going to have a different answer on this survey next year. (laughs) I would agree. (laughs) All right, listen, when we come back, uh, we're going to play a song. Rocco's going to get it. It's a four-year anniversary of this song. The singer looked back on this song today very fondly, and I think, Julia, we are going to feel very similarly. We'll be right back. Uh, four years ago, this song came out. Julie and I were immediately in love, obsessed with mm-hmm. the song. Learned quite a few of the words, Rocco. Not that we could fill in the musical blank without Mm-mm. singing no, along. I but... don't even remember the song. Was it? Uh, oh, was yeah. a hit? Oh, oh yeah, Malibu. Was, yeah, it was mm-hmm. a huge hit. It I'm was. Old man, I'm chuggy. Yeah, you're Are you chuggy with yeah. this. Uh, she shared on Instagram um, that it was the four year anniversary of her song, which is inspired by her. It's about her and Liam's yep. life together in the beachside town of Malibu. It was a really happy video. We thought they were so happy. So, so did in love. she. So did she. So yep. did she. And she said, "Today is a four year anniversary of Malibu." A song about a place and a person that at the time I love very much. Um, that love was reciprocated beyond what I could describe here with freedom and escapism. I lost it at home along with many others in 2018. Here's a video of me writing it in my home studio. You know, I wonder if more than anything, that fire and that devastation broke those two up too. Yeah, that was really sad. And they'd been together 10 years mm-hmm. since she was 17 and he was like 21 or whatever. He's close to getting married to the new one. Yeah, maybe, but I mean, they had they 10 had, years together, yeah. you know, and, uh, but I loved that. We did love that. And the video was so happy. It was so happy. Uh-huh. And I love, we love Malibu. I love Malibu. Love Malibu. It's a great love song to Malibu. Oh, and, and she I, was, that was a hard one. Yeah, I know. So I like that she's feeling sentimental. I like when somebody shares their feelings about something as personal as a song. Yeah. And I didn't get to watch it last night, but The Hills is back. Oh, Lori, I forgot to tell you that yesterday. The Hills is back, and Brody Jenner and Caitlin uh, Carter talked about her hot girl romance, Hot Girl Summer with Miley Cyrus. Oh, because those did? two used to be married. Brody right? and But Brody I thought Brody Caitlin, didn't want to talk about it. Well, they were together, okay. but their BFF couple down the road from their house was, was Miley and Liam. 
So when 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 they broke up, when Miley breaks up with Liam, and you know a month later shows up on you know the the Italian Riviera making out oh, like gosh, a maniac remember that, with remember uh, that remember that remember Caitlin. that I mean it's not any different than you know yeah. like the the couples you hear this with couples it's yeah. just that they happen to be two women right exploring everything that there is to explore on the Adriatic coast Julia all the hills and valleys oh good lord oh good lord, <laughs> oh, good lord. anyway but they talked about it uh yeah, so uh, you know they broke up, and I kind of I'm I'm excited to watch the hills, you know. I'm excited to see Brandon, Leon. I hope Pammy makes an appearance. I doubt if it will, but uh, anyway, Caitlin will probably be annoying. I always like to look at um, Brody, but yeah, they do talk about it because it was scandalous. It was, it was massively scandalous. Yes. Yeah. She yeah, was, was in this public relationship with Brody Jenner on the Hills, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And then she goes in like one month of them both breaking up with her husbands. Miley loses her house in the fire. Caitlin doesn't. And then, you know, they're having a hot and heavy, uh, hot girl summer. Hot girl summer. Yeah. We're having a hot back summer. Yeah. we sure mm-hmm. are. So I like that they talked about it. I'll have to report uh, you know, back on how how the show is. Yeah, I'm I, sure Spencer Spencer you. will annoy you're, the hell I, out of me. I love that you're going to... Do you think Brittany <laughs> watches the show, The Hills? I feel like she does. I'm sure Brittany... Brittany, are you, I'll ask her. Yeah, all right. I'll ask her. I'm sure she does. Um, what else do we have for you on our well, show page? Oh, the Sharon Stone. You know, I never said after all of that, we posted the photo. Oh, so, you didn't tell me that. I didn't okay, tell you that. so I buried the lead. I was so did. upset with the whole okay. everything. We it's talked posted. about that at five o'clock. Okay, it's posted the Halston history primer on his amazing life. Before. I can't wait. This uh, is posted for you, and then um, Reese Witherspoon sharing a cute childhood photo to you know help the Friends reunion hype for HBO because mm-hmm. they've announced a date for that. What is the date? May twenty seventh, which is a Thursday. And what are they doing for that? It's a it's a it's a reunion with everybody. I feel like it's a two hour special, and it's going to be everyone who was ever on it. Yeah, and people are going to you know I don't know they're going to kiss everybody's butt and they're going to say nice things to each other. Yep, there we go. Um, But anyway, the story that really people can't get enough now at the end of the day is John Mulaney dating Olivia Uh. Munn. After meeting at church amid his post-rehab divorce from his heartbroken wife. It's terrible. Let us know that she was heartbroken. He decided to end their marriage. It's terrible. After he came out of Mm -hmm. rehab. That is, Olivia Munn has some explaining to her mom to do. This is the kind of a situation that, like, my mom didn't get involved in a lot of stuff with her daughters. But if you were in a messy quicksand situation. Did she have words about it? Oh, yes. You would hear from the Mutti. Messy situations being rehab, already married. Right. Affairs. Affairs. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, I can see that. You know. Those are messy situations. She didn't usually weigh in on stuff. You know, she's like, people are going to do, you know, what you do. She wasn't much for giving advice. But if you were in a mess. You'd hear about it from the Mutti. Well, she would, uh, you know. I'm just saying, Olivia Munn. Is explaining to her mom. Oh my God. You know, right now what's going on. Oh my God. Uh, how do you explain a heartbroken 
wife uh, who reason. sat with the well, he went to rehab and all of his alcoholism and everything, and then he dumps her the minute he's out. And after meeting after, Olivia after in church, me, oh, that would be painful. Like probably at a you know probably at a twelve step meeting. Do you think Olivia mom mom's sober? I have no idea, but I mean, this is where a lot of Hollywood people right? meet each other. This is what I know from watching shows like The Hills and hmm. Dr. You, you Drew. know these things. <laughs> they, Did you know that Olivia Munn's a black belt in Taekwondo? That's well, on our wiki page. I, I did not know that, mm-hmm. but like supposedly there's some, uh, you know, they they have to keep their eyes peeled for fake fakers at some of these AA Hollywood meetings. meetings. Because people are just coming in there to meet a celeb. Yeah, possibly. I could possibly. see that. Yeah. Maybe they move them around. So to me, the Hollywood speak meeting at church was they met at an AA, at meeting. An AA meeting in um, West Hollywood. Spark School, there is no turn yeah, back. Everyone have a great night. We'll be back tomorrow. Job done. Off you go.